Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Ungakudio. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone. Ginky. Oh, Ginkies, indeed. But yeah, this is the podcast for the week of March 10th, 2023. How have you guys been? Start with you, Gray. All right. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, no, I've been doing really good, especially since uh, the new album from Generations dropped. So X dropped uh, yesterday, actually. Well, two days ago, sorry. And that, I have really been enjoying that. It, it, it's pretty good. I think I like Up and Down a bit more, but Up and Down got me through a, a very difficult part of my life. So I, 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 might, I have a a really high affection for that album but x is pretty good from generations what i've listened to it uh i've just been listening to it about two or three times i'm still listening to it i really like it a lot really enjoying generations i've been really enjoying the new single for from awesome city club talking talking uh that one's really good and uh, it's nice to see Awesome City Club putting out some really good stuff. Just having a lot of fun with that. Uh, Ice Cream's latest single, not Ice Cream's latest single, White Jam's latest single, Ice Cream, is really good. Uh, great vocals, a lot of fun. Uh, really been enjoying Easy Come, Easy Go by Fantastics from Exile Tribe. This is their latest single. Uh, it, it's just a fun, upbeat number uh, that... I, I really enjoy. I, I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's their best work by any means. This is pretty standard fare. But if you're a Fantastics fan, I think there's plenty to enjoy out of this. Uh, Bish released their, what I'm assuming is going to be their final single. And that is Bye Bye Show. And it's really good. It is really good. I, I love this song. It, it's It's got heart. It, it's got a good melody. Uh, the girls do an amazing job. It, it's a real bittersweet release for me, but man, I, I think this is fantastic. And I feel, you know, that this is really good. And it, I think it's one of my absolute favorite songs of the year so far. Uh, just absolutely loving Bye Bye Show by Bish. It, it's really good. Uh, I checked out Ali's latest album, Music World, in its totality the other day and this is a really good album so if you have not had a chance to check out music album uh, music world by ali please correct your whatever mistake you've made in life and not have checked this thing out yet it is really good track after track is amazing it it does have lost in paradise which is i i still think probably my favorite song that they do but uh, there's so many good tracks on this. No Home, No Country uh, was really good. Teenage City Riot is fantastic. Climax Bullets is really good. I, I like Showtime when it was released as a single. It's on here. Sparkle was great. Melo Cruz. This whole album, it's 15 tracks. If I, Just listen to it. Just listen to Ollie. It, it's so good. Also been enjoying the Volcanoes EP by Bradio. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Uh, this It's nice to get back in touch with Bradio. I have not listened to them in two years. I felt like a bad fan. I have labeled myself a bad fan because I have not listened. I have not kept up with them or listened to them. 
And uh, it was really nice to kind of get back in touch with Bredio and, and just check out these guys. It, they still rock and just still have it. And just an amazing, amazing release. So Volcano, uh, the, vol- the Volcanoes by Bredio. Uh, it's, it's just a great EP. Six tracks, 24 minutes, and it, it's awesome. Uh, I've been listening to, I, I think I talked about this last time, but I, I, I've been I'm still listening to it. So I want to mention it again, past the mic, uh, which is the ballistic boys album. Uh, still loving that. Uh, it's still really good. And I took a peek at our Ongaku goes and I saw one song on there by Ken that I checked out immediately and that was Syrup Speed at Gate. I he'll he'll probably talk about it a bit more, but it is good. It is fantastic. And I see why he put it on his top five songs of the month. So if you've not checked that out, I, I again I, I recommend it. it. It's really good. Uh and I I think I covered everything. Uh there's a couple other things I listened to but we'll talk about later on the show. But uh, other than that, nothing too, too crazy. What about you, Luna? What have you been listening to? So, honestly, I've kind of grouped it all together. Mainly because on Sunday, I went to a concert. And I haven't been to a concert since last year. Yeah, probably when I saw Birthday Massacre. So I saw the Muse concert, which featured Evanescence and One OK Rock. And my my husband surprised me with tickets because he knew I liked Evanescence. What he didn't realize, even though I said it, that I like One OK Rock. And I was very excited about seeing them. So we we went to see that. And so I spent most of my time listening to Muse's new album, Will of the People, and also a lot of One OK Rock. I listened to their Luxury Disease album that came out last year. I originally started listening to it actually months ago because I love the song Renegades. But they have some other fantastic songs on there. Um, they performed Neon and Save Yourself Live, which was amazing. I want to say One OK Rock really brought the energy to that show. And they were the first opener for Muse. And even though they didn't get a chance to play a huge set list, they were really on for about 30 minutes, maybe 35 max, because Evanescence came on about like 7.10. They started at 7.30. But in the small time they did have on stage, they packed in their songs. They brought the energy. They were great live. The vocals, everything about it. And my husband, who doesn't really listen to Japanese music, and the only ones he remembers are Pom 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 by Kyari, he ended up really loving One OK Rock, and they were actually his favorite out of all three. So I was super shocked how much he liked them. And he looks at me, he's like, please tell me we own their albums, because I really liked them. And I'm sitting there like, wow. I'm shocked on this, but they performed their song Bombs Away from their Ambitions album, which is really good, and they mainly concentrated on tracks off their Luxury Disease one, 
but fantastic and that right so i spent a lot of my time listening to those bands however i squeezed in a few other things as well i went back to katapo by ayane she's been uh frequent on my playlist since ken introduced me absolutely phenomenal song and vocals i just love her composition and just how well that song flows also went back to T-Ace's Konyomo Darekato. I love the version of Manakashida. Just something about their chemistry, the composition. It's just so smooth. I also have been listening to IU's Remember You album still. It is an absolute solid album with a great track list. And I, I think the reason I really like it is because there's some dance songs in there. There's some more rock theme songs. She is such a variety for everyone. And I absolutely love Ohio uh, No Key. It's such a beautiful track. And I honestly not remember you is probably my favorite track on that. But then 23rd Monster is also comes really close. And excited because summer again makes me excited. Summer's going to be coming up. And I've also still been listening to Miwa quite a bit, mainly because I did end up buying her Valentine uh, Ga Kotoshi Yatekuru al- uh, Kotoshi Mo Yatekuru album. Valentine's Day is coming this year, and I love it. It is so freaking cute. Every track in that album, that EP, is great. I got my copy in. The packaging is beautiful. I can't wait to watch the Blu-ray. I got the limited edition. But even though it's not Valentine's Day anymore, it's a really cute love song. And the track Love Beyond There is adorable. And I just love it so much. And still listening to Kodokumi's Wings album. I absolutely love Wings. Beautiful ballad. But I also really love Trigger and It's K-Magic. Both of those just have those vibes that you hear them you know it's coda and it's just so befitting also been listening to yesterday's new album circle and i ended up buying it and i had that debate because i do i bought all her albums and this is the one i first one i didn't pre-order and then i went to listen to it i'm like man i gotta buy this this is really freaking good and i i do want to give a shout out because she did Blank Sky with Tendre, which is absolutely amazing. Beautiful World with the Charm Park. And she also did Kaze no Naka with the Charm Park. Through the Dark is probably my favorite song in that album. But if you have not checked it out, check it out. Her vocals are in it. The composition, everything is on point. It is just the perfect album through and through. I just cannot get enough of it. It is just solid. I was... I. I've been listening to her on and off, but it's just been this one pulled me right back into her. So I'm so happy for that. And then also, well, I went back to Christina Milian's AM to PM because I had to rewatch that Bring It On movie fight to the finish, which wasn't good. Uh, so a few other ones I, I went back to, I went back to A-Witch just cause I just felt in that hip hop mood. I re-listened to her Queendom album, which is still really good. Kuchini Dashte, Dorani Shiokana is all, two of my favorite tracks in there. Where You At and Queendom are also solid. Still love A-Witch and solid album. I'm looking forward to when she releases something new. Went back to some Simba. I I don't know if I can say the title of the song, but it's called F You, But I Love You. 
And I really like the track. I think I like his vocals with, I'm trying to remember her name is in the track. I wasn't familiar with her voice, but it's actually a really fun one. Their chemistry in there just really pulls you in. But they're on my, what I call my top playlist of when I'm driving and I don't, I'm taking a long trip and I cannot change my phone and change the tracks as I'm going. I put this playlist on and it just has some outstanding ones like Utada. I got the, I got the First Love 2022 mix on there. Some Kodakumi, just, just the ones that I love singing on to that are just tracks I have to absolutely listen to. I also, since I started wa- finally watching Yaiba, guess what I've been listening to now? <laughs> Sanko, Good Sanko. Enge. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm back uh, in Gudenge because I I started I so because the new movie dropped and I'm like man I really should watch Yaiba I only watched two episodes I liked what I saw I did I, one night I couldn't sleep I binged like half the half of season one and then I'm like oh I forgot how much I love Gudenge why why did we get sick of this song it's so good <laughs> we didn't get sick of this song. <laughs> But I, I still love it. It's, I mean, like, hearing it. And also the track she does at Fiction Junction at the ending is really beautiful. And I need to I need to actually hit the plus sign on it and find it. But it made me go back to, like, hey, I need to listen to some Lisa again. And I also was listening to some Kurosaki Maon, her HOTD album, due to the unfortunate news about her passing. I started pulling out all my albums I own by her and listening to them. And it was just that kind of nice reminiscence and because she has such good vocals. So that was probably one of the other things. If I drive in my husband's car, I got a CD player. So I started doing that a little bit more, trying to pull out some of my CDs that I'm like, I need to listen to this again. So, but that's what's all been on my playlist. Ken, what about you? Uh, So I've been listening to a whole hodgepodge of things here. Uh, first off, I was listening to I was listening to Hibiki by Mole seventy four here, their new single. I've been a huge Mole seventy four lover ever since April, and I've been loving a lot of their work. They're a really good rock band overall. However, I wouldn't recommend them to everyone. I was also listening to Time of an Adult by Ryu Hyung. Very, very good, very solid release by a, a music corner, music corner alumni here. Then I was also listening to Together Forever by Ayane. And I was also listening to the the Museum EP by Cinder, specifically Fossil. Overall, I've been kind of really liking what the Cinder does. Her the main vocal vocalist for this band is really, really solid, and I really wish. His experience would kind of come out just a little bit more, but, you know, it's just a minor here thing. I was also listening to Raku N by After Squall. After Squall is an amazing rock group. Heavy, heavy, heavy compositions. I've been really, really liking it. I think after listening to Music Corner this past week, I needed something something along that level. And I think this was the perfect greet, so to speak, here. <laughs> So I was also listening to Free Sam with their single Satora. That's also really, really 
really really solid here very nice pop rock style and vocalist is really really amazing i really like him after that i was listening to 97 seas again by toki o utaiba really really just modern pop here vocalist is really really good there's also a group that i would probably recommend for you gray but i'll save that for later on I was also listening to Gel by Sad Freak, specifically the Hug for Fun track for them. I mean, it's fairly similar to Back Number. Yeah, like with Hug for Fun, their vocals is really similar to Back Number, and I've just been really, really loving it overall. It's very, very emotional filled, so I'm not too sure if you guys would probably like that. But besides that, nothing too much out of the ordinary here but with that let's continue on to the oricon here and this week as you kind of say that off the air here was a little bit of everything for the most part except rock but a little bit of everything here yeah there's something i i think there's something for everybody this week so uh you, you know i i don't know i i will say i added a lot of the stuff to my library i i thought it was a strong month overall there's some stuff i didn't like but overall i i you know i'm pretty positive about the month of february and i am looking forward to talking about it me too it was a very diverse week i think the only big element missing is more on the rock side of it but in general i feel like there is something for everyone on the Oricon this past month and it was great hearing such a variety of all these different artists and I also hit the plus on a lot more of these and some of the ones I I hit the plus on was very unexpected for me. Yeah so with that let's start off with number 10 here and that is Parallel Parallel by Toho and or Shinky. It's not Toho Shinky, but it is Toho Shinky, but it's not them. It's it, they're they're not whole since they the <sighs> other members left way back when. But overall, how'd you guys like this release? Let's start with you, Gray. So Toho Shinky has dropped a couple of things in the past that I've liked. Like I, I was a huge fan of their release, Hot Hot Hot, but i i did not like parallel parallel uh i i didn't like it it, it doesn't work it, it doesn't quite come together the way that like, i feel like it should i i mean I, I get what they're going for it's supposed to be like a fun dance number but i i just it doesn't work i i, I feel like they're trying way too hard uh, I, the, I i don't i don't even think they're trying way too hard i think it's just not memorable i mean it is very forgettable uh and it packed in a pack crowd but i i don't know it just to this release just didn't come together for me i i I wasn't like it i felt uh, it just doesn't quite gel with what i was looking for i i guess and i i just didn't like it i i thought it was a rough way to start the week i i know when i started listening to the oricon you know i usually start from 10 and work my way up and i this was honestly the bottom of the barrel for me this week i i, I feel like it, it gets better from here and uh, this is like my and that's what you kind of want <laughs> yeah i guess true 
I, I lament weeks when the best song on the Oricon is the 10th track. Because it's like, oh, we're talking about the best. The, the, ver- the first thing out of the gate is the best song of the week. But uh, there that is not a problem you have to worry about this week. Yeah, no. And to your point here, Gray, the number one s- top selling song still is Hot, Hot, Hot. So... I mean, people do agree with you. Granted, Parallel Parallel did reach number three, but... Yeah, I mean, and Ken, you made a good point. With... It doesn't feel like Toho Shinki is Toho Shinki anymore. It's Toho or Shinki. And I feel that through and through because I did listen to them even before they came over to Japan with Toho Shinki is DBSK, Dongbang Shinki. And listening to their early Toho Shinki stuff when all the members were there... And then listening to Parallel Parallel, it kind of hurts. It just feels like there's something missing and there's this gaping hole that can't be filled. And I know they've had some good songs with just the two of them. However, for me, there's always still going to be something missing. And Parallel Parallel really hits in that sense. It just... Not just that there's something missing, it's just very forgettable, and that's not something they used to be. A lot of the music they'd release, you would remember it in some way or the other, like it or not. You would remember them and know who they are and know those songs. But Parallel Parallel just, it kind of feels lifeless to me, and I know they're trying, and it's hard with a, it's difficult just being two members. And I know these two members are really, really trying but it it just fell very flat for me and it makes me kind of sad too in that sense and makes me miss the the good old days of when they were fully staffed but i do wish them the best of luck and i really do hope that they're able to come back with some momentum and you know keep chugging and doing try you know hanging in there i really feel like they are trying it's just parallel parallel was not for me and no sympathy felt the same way i just this just this ep in general just didn't hit in any sense yeah no overall i just think with parallel parallel it's it's just so meh it's just there's nothing special and nothing outgoing not to say it's a bad track it's a fairly solid track but it's just there's nothing memorable there it's it's not like beforehand with Toshinki. granted you know i have to stop comparing them to the full arc of when they were all five members but if you are still going to carry on that name that stigmatism is still going to be there unfortunately yes and I think that's what it is for me. Now, if they just did their, like, a subgroup and it was just them two and had their names with it, you know what? Then I would totally, I could see it as a different group. But because they still call themselves Toho Shinki, that's, I think, what hurts because to me, they're not really Toho Shinki. I know they're part of it, but they're not them as a whole. And. I think they would have been better going off as more of that subgroup. And I still think they would have maintained all their followers because a lot of fans will follow those members and those subgroups. Doesn't, you know, you start off with that original group, you will follow those subgroups. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. But regardless, 
Parallel Parallel, so the wonderful 32,392 copies this past month of February. And going on up to number 9, it is Fearless by Liz Seraphim. And, you know, I went back to it occasionally, mostly because Blue Flame is, like, really, really freaking amazing. So, <laughs> but besides that, it sold 51,584 copies this month. Going on up to number 8, it is BSS first single, Sick and Win. Which is literally just the main song of Fighting featuring Lee Hyungji. So this is the first time we've come across BSS. And this is their subgroup of From 17. So 17, the, the Korean K-pop group, their, their subgroup is BSS. And this is our first come across with them. And what did we think about our, our time with them? Let's start with you, Luna. So, so I I have like some of Seventeen's music, and I'm the type of person who does like to check out subgroups. I honestly didn't realize BSS was a subgroup until they had a subgroup until this. I know it's their first single album. So I I really did want to like this, and I thought fighting. So with fighting, I thought their vocals were good, but my biggest issue is the rap because it takes you out of the song completely and then you just it, it it just does not fit and i appreciate what they're trying to do with it with yon uh lee uh leonji yonji is has a very deep rap voice it's very unique and she's very westernized but my issue is her rap does not fit in with the song it does not fit in with fighting and it literally takes you out of the song completely and I've noticed this before because I'm familiar with this rapper. She did this to another another K-pop song I actually really like. Besides, that rap just takes you out. And I feel like that's what really hurts fighting for me is that rap part. And it's nothing against Young Ji. I mean, it's just her, I think the big mistake was her style of it does not fit with a song. And if they did remove that aspect of it, I think it would be a better song. So that's, I felt like lunch was very forgettable. I honestly forgot what I ate for lunch. Ha ha ha. Great pun there. Um, but I, 7 p.m., I'm glad they tried to do something slower. However, it just kind of felt a little bit generic. And I mean, I can see the appeal of BSS for some. It just might not be for me. I can see some who will be like, Oh my gosh, I like they put some type of different wrapper in it and make it stand out. I, I guess I take a little different approach to that, but I know there's going to be some some who are going to be like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. You know, good on them. I don't think it's for me. Definitely not at what, what it was aimed for for me. But I mean, I am curious to see what else they'll do in the future. I think they do have good vocals and... I would like to see them shine more in that aspect. Yeah, so for me, I I, I did not like this really. So there, there is a caveat to it. Uh, there was one song that I, I did wind up liking, and that was 7 p.m. by Peter... Uh, uh, 7 p.m., which features uh, Peter Elias. And, you know, 
I I really feel like their vocals come together in this track. I like the the melody. I like the, just everything that came came together really well. And so I wound up hitting the plus on this one song. I I think I'll go back and listen to 7 p.m. But the rest of it, I did not like. I, I did not like fighting. I, just like Luna said, the rap in it just it it doesn't match the song. It's like the the rapper is rapping to a different song than what was being sung previously, and and there's just no cohesion in the song thanks to that. So I, I didn't care much for fighting. Lunch, it's all right, I guess, for what it is, but I, I just wasn't jiving with it. Uh, and like I said, 7 p.m. was the only one where I was like, yeah, I, I, I like this. I, I like it a lot. It works way better. It sounds better. I, I really liked it. So I did hit the plus sign on 7 p.m. That was like the highlight for me for this release. But the rest of it, I, I just wasn't feeling. Not to go over for 3 for this particular single, but also I did not really like fighting or second wind overall fighting was just you know it gets to that rap and it just takes a nosedive of overall of how i feel about that song and even without that rap the song was just all right i mean it's it's really pumping and i get what they're trying to go for but that rap just took me out of it overall even with 7 p.m i think at 7 p.m., they tried to do something very, very different, and I get that. However, it's a slow-ass composition and very, very, very nice vocals. I will give it that. However, for someone that is just needing something to pick it up, have something there, it's it, it literally got took me to sleep, <laughs> to be honest. And I don't want songs to do that. <laughs> I give it give it this much, you know the 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 wonderful vocals help it out very much though, and I like that about it. But it was just so overly slow and just out thought that I couldn't get it through. But besides that, I mean, it did sold very well. I mean, this month it sold five fifty five uh fifty five thousand seven hundred thirty three copies. But as a first showing, this is this is not if chief. <laughs> yeah, uh, this this is a little underwhelming for you know one month release first out of the gate. So, well, I mean, not even over for a one month, but just in general, just as a single sure. for us, not even by sales wise, just for us, this is just an underwhelming single. I mean, so. it is. It's only their I mean, first it, single album. Yeah. So, regardless, continuing on up to number seven, it is Machigai Janai Naitari Shinai Skip, Skip, Skip and Kimi to Boku no Kizuna featuring Kiki by Subaki Factory, AAA side, as usually all of Subaki Factory's singles are. And I can probably agree with all of this. You know, we always have a hot streak towards Subaki Factory. They end up doing really stellar releases. And I think this is, isn't really changing that, that feeling. Am I right here? Oh my god, no. I loved, loved, 
loved this. And I also greatly enjoy Subaki Factory. So I feel like for me, this is another win. Yeah, no, Subaki Factory does an amazing job uh, every time. I, I think they're fantastic and they, they do really good. I, I feel like I should listen to them more than what I do. But I, I think like all three of these songs stand out. And it's one of the few times where I, I, I would have a hard time picking a favorite of this. It's, you know, it is a triple A side release, but you know i think they bring the same amount of intensity and just fervor with each song and uh this is just a fantastic release i i'm all the i really wish it sold better really like this should be higher on the list not enough people are listening to it because i mean Stubaki factory just knocked it out of the park with this and i think they did a fantastic job well, I mean, when it originally got there, it was third on the on the list when when it debuted. So, I mean, it did top three. That's good. That's yeah, good. and I mean, I honestly, listening to it as a whole, I mean, Machi Gaij and I, uh, night, uh, Naitari Shinai is, I mean, it's solid. It's, it's. I honestly heard it and I was blown away. I'm like, I freaking love this. And I'm going to try to download this while I am, while I'm driving because I liked it that much, <laughs> which is not a good idea. I have. It's not. No, we don't condone. Now. We don't condone doing this in the middle of the road while driving. No, I shouldn't. And I'm trying Please to drive safely. I'm trying to unlock my phone and my phone is Apple CarPlay. So I can actually like switch off on my dashboard now. I can do handless calling, which is awesome. But here's me on my cell phone trying to hit the dang plus sign. Like, oh, my God, this song's so good. I can't wait. I have to. I have to hit the plus as I'm sitting there trying to unlock my phone. And plus, you know you could do it on the dashboard, right? No. I know you I can can't? pause. I, well, I know I can pause, play, and forward, but I haven't messed with anything else yet. So maybe I should mess with that when I'm not driving. There's, there's a dot, dot, dot that you can push. <laughs> Depending oh. on what firmware it is, I think you can push it and it'll uh, add to playlists. <laughs> huh. I'm going to have to try that because all the stuff goes straight from my phone to my, my interface in my car now. And I haven't messed with it enough, but yeah, I'm sitting there. One hand in the wheel, one hand with my phone, which is not safe. Do not condone this. Do not be me. And hitting plus on Machigaijinai, Natairishinai, because it was that good. But I mean, this was solid that I actually did a double listen to it. I didn't want to switch. I think this... Honestly, I want to buy the single. That's how much I loved it. Yeah, and you know, you you talk to me about what is the right trajectory for Modern Idol. This is it. Sabaki Factory is the the standard, and it's so funny to say that as someone who is not a <laughs> not a who who was usually just an AKB person. It's it's really funny for me to say that. And with Subaki Factory and what they're doing right now, it's it's pretty funny to be honest. But what I thought of this release is, you know, it's solid. It's overall 100% solid. Machigai Janai, Naitari Shinai, 
absolutely fantastic. Skip, skip, skip is also fantastic. I was a little wavered on Kimito Boku no Kizuna, but it was all right. <laughs> but overall, I had enjoyed my time with Tsubaki Factory, and I can't wait for more by them for this year. So, but sold very, very well. Seventy-seven thousand four hundred eighty-nine thousand for the month. And going on up to number six, it is Stars by Sandame J Soul Brothers from the Exile Tribes. Now, you've probably been hearing, hearing me about talking about this over the last month. Because I have been. Because this release has been phenomenal. I'm not, I've been waiting for J Soul Brothers to kind of drop things here and there. And I was really, really looking forward to them with this one. It's... It was their last single in over a year, and what a way to kind of come back, so to speak. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. This is just a, a phenomenal release, and you, you know, this is probably my my favorite thing that we're going to talk about this week. I, I know that there's other stuff on on here that I liked, but you know, I, I heard you talking about. Uh, this release on the show and I went and checked it out and I haven't stopped listening to it ever since either uh, stars by J soul brothers is so good. Uh, the, like the lead track is really good. Uh, I love just the vocal performance done by it. The melody is amazing, but I think the magic happens on that second track. Kono Uchu no Kata Sumide is amazing that that song is so freaking good i mean you talk just you talk about the reason why i think overall why jso brothers works as a group it's that it's because they can do it all it's not like how they were doing with the other exile tribe groups their subgroups where they tried to fit a specific role they can do it all vocals dance rap they can do it all and kono uchu no katasumide is that pinnacle of you know they can do it stars is such a great example of why this group needs to exist to be honest and I, I agree 100%. Kat, I know you highly built Stars up when you talked about it, and it did not disappoint. And I, I know I hide your opinion very high in regards to music because me and you have similar taste. And hearing Stars, it lived up to every expectation and more. And it is just a phenomenal song. Just the vocals, composition, like Grace said, everything is executed beautifully. And. I mean, to top it off, like you both mentioned, uh, Kono, uh, Kono Uchu, Uchu no Katsumide is just an amazing track. And I just, I also love Seven Crowns because they have this variety in the Stars EP that gets you. And Seven Crowns is very hip hop. And it gives me definitely the feel of, uh, crazy boy because of some of his music style and i love that seven crunches brings all the members together with the vocals some of the the rap like the composition very modern and i just love what they did with this whole ep 
yeah, no, overall, I, I honestly was afraid about what was going to happen with them because we haven't heard from them in a long time. And I was very afraid that they were going to graduate and have the junior members make the fourth generation because that's what they usually do. But I'm still kind of happy that Sandame is continuing on. And I really hope that with releases like Stars, they are going to show why they are needed in the industry right now. Hell, they are doing much better than original Exile at this point, I think. Well, I I mean it's also been a long time since Exiles we've uh, seen Exile release. Well, so, no. Like a they, new release. They released an album last year, but because we weren't covering albums. No, and I and I get that we haven't heard much from Exile in general because we only m focus on physical releases for singles, but you know, overall they're needed i mean jsl brothers are going to be the ones that are going to carry the the torch for the the remaining of their groups and it kind of bleeds over because you know certain members are probably going to leave and go into regular exile it's, it's about that time yep i can see that as well so which is unfortunate but it is what it is it's how this particular system works but regardless, this month, at number six, we had reached our first 100,000th sale copies here. And that's huge. If we're at number six and we're already getting 100,000 copies, that's absolutely fantastic for the industry, to be honest. But Star sold 111,293 copies for, for the month of February, and that's fantastic. Agreed. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, glad to see they really knocked it out of the park this month. Uh, and, and I mean, everybody else that we're going to talk about after also knocked it out of the park. So, excellent job. Yeah. With that, let's continue on to number five. It is Kimi wa Moto de Kiru by HKT48. And it's very ominous to see a picture like this on the Oricon of them just on stairs looking straight down at you. <laughs> It, it that it is really yeah uh, some of the girls seem to be smiling I, I don't know if I'd like that <laughs> but regardless how do you guys feel about this thing overall you're a resident idol person here so why don't we start with you Gray yeah so I want to really liking this uh, Kimiwa uh, Moto Dekiru I liked it. I thought I thought it was really good. But I really felt like it was one of those releases that really got better as it went. So I liked the lead track. Uh, but then you have uh, Kurakusion De I Love You. And I thought that was really good. Uh, Seishun Full Throttle was really good too. Uh, I really liked both those tracks. I think they're both really fantastic uh the last track uh soi koto february it's okay i think that's probably the weakest track on here but the the others i really liked i thought this was fantastic and i, I don't know it's kind of nice to like a release by 
the 48. So I, I, I thought this was very enjoyable and I had a lot of fun with it. So, I mean, Kimi wa moto dekiru, it was okay. I didn't, I didn't quite love it. I didn't hate it. I will say what stood out to me with Kimi wa moto dekiru is the composition. I like how it starts off. I think the harmonies are very good as well. I think the other outstanding track was Soyu Kotol February. I also greatly enjoyed that one. And I, I honestly feel how the tracks start off in both of those is really what pulled me in is that composition and how they match their vocals to it and just the harmonies. And it just felt very good as a whole. I, I do feel like it's still a tad bit forgettable for me, but that's, Mainly because some of these I do hold in high regards. I think my favorite HKT48 song is probably Hi- Hi- Cutie Calendar. But I mean, I will say out of a lot of the HKT ones that I've heard lately, uh, Hi- Cutie-, uh, Cutie Calendar, yeah, that's probably my favorite one. I mean, out of the HKT48 ones I've heard lately, which it's been a while, I will say Kimi wa Motodikidu was still, it was still okay. I'm... I'm not going to hit plus, but I still think it was a decent track. And I can totally see the audience that it's going to go for. And I think a lot of their fans are going to be pleased. Yeah, so for me, I mean, it's still standard 48 affair for HKT. I think this is a little bit one of their bitter singles in a long time, though. I do highly agree with that on the both of you for this. It's... It's bubblegum pop to to a T with Idol, and unfortunately, as much as I can appreciate why they did improve over their last release, which, you know, was uh, Bisa Naziga Naruku no Oka, which I personally didn't like. I, I remember you liking that particular release, Gray, but I I personally can't seem to have it's it's very forgettable it's by the numbers i i if i had to compare it i mean subaki factory had i had out idle hkt at this point and 100 the course yeah i mean the course is the only thing memorable at this point for kimiwa moto dikido and besides that i can't remember really remember the rest of the the releases. I mean, Station Full Throttle. I was. I enjoyed it, but I don't. I'm. I haven't plussed anything on this releases, so to speak. Yeah, I, and you know, I, I understand a lot of the criticism and and, and stuff. Uh, but like I said, I know for me personally, I, I liked it. I, I I don't I don't have high expectations sometimes walking into these, and uh, I just. I just wound up really liking it overall because I think this is just well produced. It's, it's like I said, it's got a good me- melody. It's got really good. Uh, the, the girls sound good. So, like I said, I, I think this is, I mean, it's not my favorite of the week. I did hit the plus sign on this. I don't know how much I'll go back and listen to it. I mean, I'll, I'll be probably listen to it a little bit throughout the rest of the week, but I, I mean, it's not into the you know top song into the year material uh by any means uh you know when we you know when that time comes like there'll be much better stuff out but you know for what it is i I enjoyed it but yeah 
with that, Kimi Wamoto Dekiru sold the wonderful 143,678 copies for the month of February. Good job on them. <laughs> Still making that 100,000 100, copy feel. But continuing on up to number four, it is Konosoda God Trigger by Equal Love. Yeah. Let's just say this much. I like this release a whole lot better than their last release. <laughs> I did not like Be Selfish, I tell you that much. Yeah, this is definitely a step up from their last release. And it's another one of those like really solid releases. I, I you know, Equals Love is a pretty solid contender. I always feel like, you know, they, they tend to do really good. That's, that's why I felt like their last release was just so out of left field. Usually. And, it's like four out of five, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. They, they hit more often than they miss. And I, I really feel like, you know, Kono Sora God Trigger is a return to forum. Uh, and I, I really like this release. Uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, it's got five pretty good songs overall. And I... I thought it was great overall. It's a pretty solid release for Equals Love. I I agree. I thought Konosora Got Trigger was, was pretty good. I think the lead track was definitely the best one on it. But I also love I also enjoyed Love Create, Kira Tiara. I thought Sweet Sweet Sixteen was very interesting. I I I like that it looks like more of a subgroup because I'm not it's not exactly equal love, but it's nearly equal joy. So I'm very curious. I would like to look more into that. But all in all, I mean, I think Konosora Got Trigger was way more than a step up than Be Selfish. This was a solid single. I mean, I honestly think each each track was pretty decent. Despite me not caring for Junkies as much, I still think, I mean, four out of those five ones that aren't instrumentals is a great way on the special edition and i i do recommend it i think it was good and i think i know equal love is hit or miss for me however this one was definitely a hit and i always enjoy seeing what they're going to release yeah you know overall equal love is very very solid i give it that much it's still traditional idol fair it's a much better showing than <laughs> hkg48 i give it that much but still, overall, it still has that usual trappings that I consider with Idol. And while it's considerably more solid than their last fair out here, I wouldn't I wouldn't say this is a solid release. Like I said, I think Tsubaki Factory is much better in my, my opinion. And I'm still kind of mad that overall it didn't reach 100,000 copies for the month. And this did. Granted, it's all about naming at this point. Equals Love is funded and produced by Sashihara so there has that stigma right then and there so and it's it's sad and overall I did enjoy the release but there wasn't something that clicked for an idol itch that I needed so to speak and that's just the sad part I, I totally see that, and I also think Subaki Factory had the better released, and that's honestly my song of the week. But I, I see what you mean with Equal Love, and, and I do wish if Subaki Factory was higher, because I, I would actually buy this Subaki Factory release. Well, the Equal Love one, despite me liking Konosoraga Trigger, 
I'm not going to go out and buy it because it didn't quite hit in the way that made me say, here, let me shell some money out. Regardless, Konosoda got triggered, so the wonderful 160,999 copies. If it only had one more, it would make it an even, but overall, good job. Continuing on up to number three, it is Best Friend Forever by NCT Dream, which is a subgroup of NCT, a Korean group. Now, as soon as I saw the title of this, and I'm like, man, this just sounds like really generic bubblegum boy pop you and know I'm it pretty sure gray is gonna love this very much so and am i wrong uh I, I mean love is a strong word to describe my my feelings for the song but i did like it and i i think it works really well i i know i don't know anything about nct and i you know, I don't think this really turned me into a NCT fan or an NCT Dream fan. I I didn't care for Glitch Mode, which is the second track, but which is mostly what they usually do, from what I hear. Yeah, yeah, like, but th- this is really like, I, yeah, I liked it. It's a good dance number. I I like the vocal work done in it. Uh, th- this is more my speed. You know, when when I'm looking for music to dance to, Best Friend Ever is more of what I'm looking for. And which, not is, the... which is hilarious because I think this is very Western-inspired, the composition anyway. I mean, I mean, it is, but there's... But th- there's there's enough... There's enough of a melody there that you can enjoy it, if, if that makes any sense. Like... Like there's, like there's a pathos to the song. It, it works. There's a through line that works really well. The rap. I, no, I I get I get really all good. that. I get all your that you backing that up. I get that. But this is you can't deny that this is very western inspired. Yeah, that's why I'm not argued with you on that one. It, it's it, it is Western inspired, but I mean it's it's K-pop. I, I, a lot of K-pop stuff is Western inspired. So, uh, you, you know, it, it usually, and I mean, there's Western music that I like. You know, it's it's just a lot of modern Western stuff I I don't like because I feel like they, it's devoid of a melody, uh, and there's just not a whole lot there for me to like you know the melody is a, is the soul of a song and when music doesn't have melody to it it's like there's nothing for me to grab onto so so for me you know I, it's that's what i'm looking for when i'm when i'm listening to music and like i said i think best friend ever has a good melody to it i, I like the hook uh and it's very catchy like i said i, I mean love is a strong word i i it's like i liked it i i think it works for what it's trying to do and i, I enjoyed it uh i am not going to be you know wearing an nct shirt dream anytime soon like yeah, it's just like i guess it but I, I i liked it for what it is personally i i just rolled my eyes i <laughs> this is the same same old k-pop style that i just didn't really like and and because of the fact it's very western style, I just did not really like it, to be perfectly honest. And I was just like, the vocals are good. I I will give them that. They are on form and on fire. 
However, I just did not like this composition. And glitch mode just did not help at all. <laughs> really selling to the theme that, yeah, NCT isn't for me. Yeah, so, and I do like some K-pop occasionally. And yes, yeah, some of it's very Western. But I'm also kind of picky. I, I thought Best Friend Forever was okay. It was very cutesy. And honestly, it was kind of what I expected in a sense because a lot of the boy groups can go either way. You're either going to get your pop and lock, very westernized. You're going to get your your very cutesy boys, pretty faces with that cutesy poppy vocals that everyone just eats up. So I, I just kind of had this feeling looking at the cover, like, okay, I know what I'm getting. I did think they had good vocals, especially Best Friend Forever, but it was that cutesy bubblegum-ish, you know, I did expect. Glitch mode also felt like that very westernized pop and lock, kind of what you expect. I will say they're playing to their strengths. They know what works, they know what sells, and they know what the girls want. Please don't count me in that because I'm, I'm, I don't fit that that uh generation sorry oh, uh, i was gonna say that generation i was gonna say what girls want i'm pretty sure you you kind of swoon occasionally at certain points i do i swoon at certain things this wasn't the thing i swoon at now give me some big bang i'll swoon at yeah. that yeah uh I... but i you know i respect what they're trying to do i understand this is what is really popular with this generation so they know what works they know what it's going for is it for me no, not no, but I mean, Best Friend Forever was okay, but it also felt very generic to me that you hear it, you, you're probably going to forget about it in a couple years. It's one of those, those releases that you might buy and it sits on your shelf and you forget you have it. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's the thing here. It's, it just doesn't sound... With the composition specifically, it just doesn't sound like anything that we haven't heard before at this point. And unfortunately, everyone wants that style. And it's, it's sad, but it is what it is. Regardless, Best Friend Forever sold a wonderful 219,437 copies here. And going on up to number two, which is Sakurazuki by Sakurazaka46. Now... I think we're all in agreements here. This is Sakurazaka's best single that they've released, right? Yeah, uh, for for me, because, uh, you know, uh, I think of the people on the show, I, I've been, like, the highest of the, of Sakurazaka. Uh, but, I, I mean, I, I only, like, I only hit the plus sign on their first release, uh, Nobody's Fall, and then when... I, I hit the plus sign for uh, Sami Dario back in 2022, but other than that, like, the, like there hasn't been a whole lot that I've liked because I've I felt like Sakura Zaka 46 is living in the shadow of Keiaki Zaka 46, and they need to do something else, kind of like get away from that. I mean, that's and been I, our argument. That's been our argument yeah. with them for the entire existence of them. Yeah. doing this <laughs> yeah and, and I, I think this is the first time that they break out of that so to speak i, I feel like S- sakura zuki really comes together really well and you, you know it, it it feels like they're finally starting to develop their own identity 
And it's it's another one of these releases. I think a lot of the idol groups that we talked about this week managed to pull this off where I, I feel like the releases get better as you know as the you know with Sakurazaka it's obviously the special edition so it's not one song it's seven songs but I, I think like they, they get better as they go so cool I, I is is really good uh, moon in is, is fantastic and it's just a great release overall and uh, I think this is a powerhouse release and you know it's really nice to see Sakurazaka hopefully finally standing on their own two feet and really forming an identity I, I mean it's it's on them to carry the ball forward you know they could kind of fall back and do what they have been doing or they can kind of continue forward in this direction it's it's on them but I, I would like to see a lot more from this group in this vein rather than what uh you know what they have been doing so i think this is a great release overall and i'm really happy that they really knocked it out of the park you know the one thing that you said that really perked my interest here gray is the fact that they are trying to make their own thing what do you think that identity is uh i don't know is is because the thing is the one thing that I always equivalent with Kiyakizaka, which is obviously the intense dancing, but on the vocal side performance, they are much more of a fast lyricist. So they like to belt out a lot of their songs in a very fast pace. And it's mostly to match that dance style. With Sakurazuki, they did fairly similar of that vocal style where they are going at a very fast pace. However, the composition kind of slowed it down. So it kind of ma- it, it offsets itself, but it matched very, very well. So I was just wondering from your point of view, what do you think about that? Because it's still, it, they are trying to move out of that shadow, but it's one step at a time, I think. It's not a completely different path, but it's a one step yeah. thing. Well, and, and you know, I I think you know if they really want change to stick or whatnot, it needs to be gradual. It needs to, you know, I I don't think you know they need to drop a release that's completely different from everything that they put out. Uh, you know, you know, I think you know they need to kind of take it step by step uh, and just kind of move forward. So uh, you know, I I like that. You know, like I, said, I like this. I, I, I don't have an answer to the question you propose. I, because it, I, I, I'm waiting to see. the The answer to that question will depend on their next release. Because if if they really go back into that kind of fast talking, dance heavy style that Kiyakazaka was known for, then I, I don't. I feel like I don't know. Like it's. I don't know if there is a direction that, that they're going to, to do in and they'll just probably forever chase that clout. So I, I really need to wait and see if this is a one-off, but I, I would mm. like for them to I, maybe find like a happy medium. Like I'm not saying they need to get rid of the dance, but maybe shift dance styles, if that makes any sense, maybe do something like a little different other than like this fast talking dance 
heavy music that, like I said, Keiaki Zaka was known for. Maybe, and I, I know like Nogi Zaka 46 and Hinata Zaka 46 are, are doing their own things and you don't want to go too far into what well, they're doing because then you'll, you'll delegitimize the group. Cause then, you know, if you have three groups doing mostly the same stuff, why do they exist? So, yeah, that's so, that's our problem with the forty eights. To be to to be yeah. perfectly honest, that's the problem with yeah. the forty eights. And yeah, the thing is, the, if they don't find a cause to kind of drift towards, to they're going to become Nogizaka, which is just aimless, because Nogizaka is. I think we're all three in agreement here. They are aimless. They don't really have a point of reference to do. Hinatazaka is the traditional idol fair and we've said that many many times and this is why you love them very very much so but nogizaka doesn't have a specific aim and it's killing them it's really killing them oh no, yeah i i agree because i i feel like uh you, you know nogizaka will release a song and it'll be really good and then they'll release a song and it stinks or it's just subpar uh, and then you know they they, they kind of like waffle back and forth like they they don't have any cohesion or any consistency, uh, and, and that's why I, that's why I love Hinatazaka Forty Six for you know all the stuff you 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 know you can throw at it it's generic or whatnot it's consistent it's consistent uh, they, it it's yeah. they usually it's if you want traditional idol stuff that is literally what they do and that's fine like for for me and luna we we might not love it but it's fine i know no and we know that's the reason why you like it because the fact that it's consistent and the fact that it's you know what you're getting for the most part yeah and, and that, that's that, that's why i like it because i yeah you, you do know what you're getting you know when you uh, hit play on that mini album like you, you know what to expect you know what to expect walking into it and and i i, I like it so uh and, and I, I feel like nogi zaka 46 needs to figure out what they want to do but that's uh that's, that's a, a whole that, other that, topic for that, another that's another yeah that's another question or another topic for a different time because at this point you know with Sakurazaka at this point in time, this is with Sakurazuki. I think this is a phenomenal release. I think this is the direction that they need to go in. However, they need to still continue on the path. A lot of the things with idol releases is they double, they dip into one thing. We think it's going to do well, but they complete 180 or they go into another lane that is just not totally for them. And it ends up being a bus and then they just don't know what to do after that. Yeah. And I totally agree. And so me and you can, I know I, I, I liked your point where you talked about how we have a similar view in idols and you know how great I totally see your point on consistency. You know what you're getting when you click that. And I, I totally get, you know, people like that. I, I guess for me, it just seems so generic that I also click on it, know what I'm getting, because it's probably going to be generic. But I will say with Sakura Zuki, I was pleasantly surprised, honestly, when I saw it with Sakura Zaka 46. This was my least one I was looking forward to. I saw it and I'm just like, ugh. Well, I remember the last one I did not like. I got, I'm just sitting there kind of dreading it. And then I press play and I don't know if it was my low expectations 
I don't think it was, but Sakurazuki was actually solid. I mean, this is the direction they need to be going. I want them to continue going in. And it wasn't just the lead track. And that's the one thing that also, that's the other thing that surprised me. Because going down, it's a special edition. So there are seven tracks total. And usually for me, there's going to be tracks I'm sitting there like, I like one out of all of them. Or I kind of like one out of all of them. This one... I was consistently surprised about each of those tracks and how good they were. Their composition was great. Their vocals were great. I honestly think their harmonies. And ones that stuck out to me besides Sakurazuki were Munen and Sonohimade. I also thought Cool was pretty good and Moshikashi Tara Shinjitsu. I mean, this whole track, this whole list was great. And I'm going to go back to it because I feel like I did not get to dive into it enough and digest it upon the first listen because I was slightly rushed, minus Sakurazuki. And I don't usually do that with some of the idol groups, minus Tsubaki Factory. But a lot of the 46s or 48s, it's very rare. I go in there like, wow, and it really does wow me and not me being sarcastic and Sakurazuki did that and also made we want to go back and dive into it more now my concern is are they going to stick with this path or is this a one and done I know we'll find out with next release but they really need to go down the path of what they did with Sakurazuki because it works and it's I, I honestly can't say enough about how good it was, and that's, I guess, kind of a rarity for me. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, I I can say this without a doubt. We all really love this release, and we hope that Sakurazaka can continue on this path and try to find themselves. Because at this point in time, you know, this is their, their fifth single, and they kind of are going to have to get their act together pretty soon because otherwise what's the point what's the, what's the point <laughs> no i agree so i'm i'm hoping we see we'll see what we see when they release something else but hopefully they go down the right path yeah cuz you know I, I would like to see them succeed I would, i'd like to see them really yeah we we we'd never want any group to fail that let, at yes, the end of the yes, day yes. let's let let me say this much as much criticisms as i have for other groups i will not ever pray and wish on their failures we all yeah, want these groups to succeed yeah, and you usually the groups we criticize the most we criticize them because we care uh, you know, we want to see them be better. We want to see them grow. We want them to see them be amazing, and and we feel like they're not achieving what they can. So, uh, you know, hope. You know, I I'm I'm looking forward to see what they do next. Uh, I think, that, like as I agree with, like you guys said, this is a step in the right direction, and we will just have to wait and see uh, what yeah. they do. But regardless, Sakurasuki sold a wonderful 361,495 copies. And that's amazing that number two sold that much. And number one sold bombastically more. So I can't wait to talk about this. Let's continue on to number one. It is Life Goes On slash We Are Young by King and Prince. I think King and Prince are now going to start doing these double A-sides. Because this is, what, the third or fourth time they've done this now? 
Yep. I think so. Yeah. But regardless, what did we think about this release? Start with you, Gray. I really enjoyed this. So I I, I like this. I, I feel like Life Goes On and We Are Young are both really good songs. I, and they kind of serve two different crowds, I felt like. Uh, personally, I think We Are Young slightly better because I, I, I like it when they lean on their vocals. Uh, they, they have great vocals. I like it when they show them off. And We Are Young does that. I think it does it really well. But Life Goes On is really good it's got a good melody to it it's it's pretty upbeat and i the thing that i really like about this release is it balances everything out you have a fun track and then you kind of have a ballad uh and it feels very balanced it very it feels very much like a balanced diet and and so i i think this is a good release overall i think this is actually a great way because this is their first release of the year and I think they're getting 2023 off on a good note. And I, I like this. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. I hope 2023 is a good year for King and Prince. I think they're just getting started and uh, it just shows. So these guys were fantastic. And uh, this was an amazing release. It deserved the success it got. So I also enjoyed, I think it's a good double A side single. I love We Are Young because I think... The ballad is just absolutely beautiful. It shows off their vocals, the composition, everything about it just wows you. And it really shows off King and Prince's skills. And we already know those boys got skills. But I think We're Young is just one of those instances of just showing how powerful of a ballad that brings emotions to you they can produce. I did really like Life Goes On. I like the composition. I thought it was a cute, fun song. It it does feel like it's typical Johnny's, but at the same time, it's also that guilty pleasure for me as I really love songs like this, even though they are kind of generic in that sense. But I still feel like they're needed, and I do really like it for that reason. It's just a really cute, fun song. Yeah, no, and no, going 0 for 3 here, you know, or 3 for 3 here, you know, we are young. Absolutely fantastic. My song of the song of the week here. And Fantastic Ballad shows all the boys' strengths here. And it's a song that we all kind of need for them to have done because of their last release with Tsukiyomi and and um, Idori. They kind of needed this. These two releases, if you compare them back to back... It's a nice offset of you get something very different, very dancey. You get something very traditional and very vocal heavy. And as a as a wine pairing list, it's it offsets each other very, very well. And it, it shows that these boys can do it. They can do anything. They are going to be the next generation Odyssey. I already see it. We've, we've made that claim on the show many times beforehand. And it shows that even if they have a hit and a miss that we think with Tsukiyomi and Idori, they can come back with something super amazing like Life Goes On and We Are Young. Not to say that those prior singles are bad. It just, for us, it wasn't for us. And I think, for me and you anyway, Gray. You're correct, yeah. So, overall, I while I do think Life Goes On is a little safe, We Are Young is the one that should have been shining a little bit more. And case in point, it's so bombastic. 1.03 million copies in one week. That's fantastic for for the month anyway. 
And this is only recognizing the week of the last week of February. So for the entire month of February, so that much, I, I want to see what next month has in store. If it can keep up that strong sales. Because I already made plan. Yes. I that's amazing. And I'm curious how the where this is gonna end up at the end of the year. Uh yeah, I hopefully we'll see it on here again because I, I think it's gonna outsell La Seraphim. And if La Seraphim's on here for February, I think this is you know, they got it they can easily get another thirty, forty thousand copies out of this. So Oh yeah. Uh yeah, I th- I think we'll see them on here next month. Yeah. But with that, let's continue on to the albums here. Very, very interesting overall. You know, you got Udo at number 10. You got Dish. Your your boys there, Gray, with their new album, Triangle, at number 9. You got Back Number at number 8. Mishia, Keep It Strong at 7. Octopath with Showcase at number 6. Uh, Round Around, <laughs> like you were talking about earlier, at number 5 there, Gray. NCT 127, their fourth, I guess, mini album at number 4. No, uh, by number A or number A by No, uh, at number three, Fantastica by Katoon at number two, and the sound by Stray Kids at number one. I think you should be happy about Stray Kids as well, too. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, there's a lot of albums I need to check out, so I have a lot to look forward to. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, I want to say thank you for listening to this wonderful episode of Ungaku Do You. Be on the lookout for our topic next week because it's going to be something very, very interesting that I think all of us are looking forward to on doing. But you can check it out on OngakuDU on all social media platforms. Check out the website where we talk about the music industry at OngakuDU.com. You can also check out our affiliates, Curry Hunter, who is a retro streamer. Check him out at twitch.tv slash Curry Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out our affiliate, TimberTaff, who is a variety streamer in and of himself. He's doing a lore run of World of Warcraft, so God bless his soul for that. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-F-T. You can also check out your sister, Luna Rose, who's going along with the streaming lifestyle. You can check her out at twitch.tv Slash RainStarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our resident author, Fangirl Has No Name. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash Fangirl Has No Name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the gaming podcast that I do with Fangirl, Timber, and Kyo called Podosaurus. This past week, we talked about a whole bunch of things. We talked about... Him buying a house again, once again. We were also talking about Secret of Mana. We also were talking about Star Ocean, Tales of Fantasia, and all the lovely PlayStation showcases and Pokemon Directs that happened over the last couple months. But yeah, if you are interested in hearing my lovely comments about that, you can check it out by looking up Potosaurus. And it's you can look up Cody Hunter on all podcast streaming services. You can find that there. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for checking out Ongaku Do You. You can find me on Twitter at OTYCan1. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. And what about you, Luna? You can find me on the several of the social medias, such as Twitter, Letterboxd, Serialized, Kitsu, Anime Planet, and my anime list is Luna Maria 87 
or Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram, where I mainly talk about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, photos of my crazy cats, and all the new awesome movies that are coming out. But yeah, I want to say thank you for once again listening to this episode of Ungekadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode today. We hope you enjoyed, and we will catch you next time. Have a great rest of your week. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.